0: Welcome to the Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and I'm here to ask you, do you really need a heart rate monitor or an expensive blood lactate test to determine how hard you're working? Well, it turns out that you probably already have a pretty darn good innate sense of it on your own. For example, back in the 1980s, when we'd put on our short shorts and our knee-high socks, our wrist and headbands, and head out for a jog, well, we didn't have an activity tracker on our phone, or a GPS on our wrist, or a heart rate monitor in our hat. We would simply go out for an easy, moderate, or a hard run. I know, I'm stunned too! How on earth did we ever manage to qualify for the Olympics or the Boston Marathon if we didn't know our splits and our current pace and our heart rate zone? Well, unless you were fancy enough to have a coach with a stopwatch, you probably used perceived exertion. Perceived exertion is simply how hard you feel that your body is working at any given point during a workout. This includes things like your heart rate, respiration, sweating, muscle fatigue, and much more. You know, all the delightful physical sensations that we experience during physical activity. Using these factors to determine the amount of exertion that you feel has been found to be a good estimate of your measurable variables, such as heart rate and lactate threshold, which is when your body manufactures lactic acid faster than it can flush it. Now, if this seems too simple, I know you're probably thinking, That's fine if you aren't serious, but for my training program, I need the accuracy of a watch that can measure down to the square meter. Well, I'm here to tell you that, you know what? You probably don't. Your own sense of your own exertion is nearly as accurate as using the latest tech. The trick is to have a scale to judge it by. This is where Swedish researcher Gunnar Borg comes in. Dr. Gunnar Borg invented what he called the Borg scale, which matches how hard you feel you are working with the numbers between 6 and 20. Yeah, I know it seems kind of weird starting at 6, but I'll explain that later. The scale begins at no feeling of exertion, which is equal to 6, and it tops out at very, very hard, which is equal to 20. Pretty simple, right? The moderate activities fall between fairly light, or the number 11, to somewhat hard, or the number 14 on the scale. More vigorous activities equal 15 or higher, which is labeled as hard, very hard, or very, very hard. Now, okay. Back to that number six thing, and this is pretty cool. Dr. Borg set the scale to start at six because if used correctly, the scale would then become an easy way to estimate heart rate. If you multiply your Borg score by 10, it gives you an approximate heart rate for a particular level of activity. And as crazy as that sounds, it has been tested time and time again and proven to not only be useful, but also very accurate. Now, Back in 1973, the American College of Sport Medicine did a study called The Validity and Reliability of Rating Scales of Perceived Exertion, where they used the Borg rating scale. They took 8 lean and 8 obese subjects and tested whether they could perceive small differences in work intensity, even when the workloads were presented in a random order. The results were compared with the results they had obtained during an earlier progressive exercise test, which you may remember from a past Get Fit Guy episode about fitness tests. They tested each subject twice, and the testing order of the two protocols and also the order of the workloads used during the random test were assigned using what is called a Latin square design. In the end, there were no significant differences in any of the physiological or perceptual variables between the two types of protocols. Coefficients of reliability for both procedures were high. Now, in 2013, there was a cohort study done in the European Journal of Applied Physiology called Associations between Borg's Rating of Perceived Exertion and Physiological Measures of Exercise Intensity, And in that study, they evaluated the associations between Borg's RPE and physiological exercise parameters in a very large population. 2,560 Caucasian men and women between the ages of 17 and 44 completed incremental exercise tests on treadmills or stationary bikes. Their heart rate, blood lactate concentration, and rate of perceived exertion were all simultaneously measured. Now, rating of perceived exertion was strongly correlated with heart rate and blood lactate. They concluded, and I quote, Borg's RPE seems to be an affordable, practical, and valid tool for monitoring and prescribing exercise intensity, independent of gender, age, exercise modality, physical activity level, and coronary artery disease status. So. As you can see, the correlation of performance versus perceived exertion during physical activity has been and continues to be an area of considerable scientific interest. The idea that although exertion is unique to every individual, it can still be used as a subjective estimate of the work intensity across a variety of populations is an important one. And as you know, the intensity at which we all exercise is important because of risks of things like musculoskeletal injuries or potential disorders arising from mismatching an athlete's capability and the physical demands of their workouts. And like I always say, we need to avoid the too-much-too-soon issue at all costs, and monitoring your RPE is a helpful tool to have in your injury-proof toolkit.
1: But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything.
0: At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday
1: goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula.
0: All right, now back to how you can actually use the Borg rating scale. Starting tomorrow, when you exercise, instead of starting your Fitbit, your Apple Watch, or your Garmin, you need to start rating your own exertion. Now, you can rate it in your head if you like. You don't need to write it down or do anything fancy. I and mean, after all, this needs to become automatic and ingrained if it's going to work well. This feeling of exertion should combine all the sensations of physical stress, effort, and fatigue, including how hard it is to breathe, how much your muscles are burning, how badly you want to end the workout, how in control or out of control you feel of your body, and even changes in things like your vision and your hearing. Now once you've spent some time thinking about that and becoming more aware of how your body feels at different levels of exertion, you need to determine how your RPE scores line up with a particular training pace or a workout type. For new runners, this may take some time, but for you experienced runners out there, here's an estimate of some common workouts and their BORG score rating. A recovery run would fall somewhere between seven and eight. A long, slow distance or LSD run would fall between 9 and 12. A tempo run, which is kind of a half-marathon race pace, would be 13 to 14. A threshold run, which is more like a 10K or a 10-mile race pace, would be 15 to 16. Then a VO2 max run, which is like a 5K race pace, would fall between 17 and 18. And then a max effort, like a 1-mile or a 3K race pace, would be 19 or 20. So when you start applying this scale to your running, a comfortable run should feel like a nine or a 10. A run where you let yourself go at a comfortably uncomfortable pace might feel more like a 15 or a 16. Then an 800 meter interval or a hill repeat might be more like a 17 or 18. And what about a 20 you ask? Well, picture the final kilometer of a 10K race where you have been truly giving it your all. Or perhaps the last 400 meter loop of a track when your legs are turning to jelly and your lungs are on fire. Yep, that's a 20. Now, you might be asking, why do I need this? I have a Fitbit. I have a Garmin. I've got all the gear I need. Well, let me say this. Have you ever arrived at the start line of a race and realized you forgot your activity tracker at home? Or perhaps you have it with you, but the battery is at 1%. Or maybe you want to do a quality workout while you're on vacation or on a business trip and you don't have any of your tech actually with you. Or you're at the gym and you know from a previous Get Fit Guy expose that treadmills and rowing machines and elliptical trainers and step machines are notoriously poorly calibrated. Or perhaps you just don't want to, or maybe you're unable to, shell out the dough for yet another piece of expensive gear. Isn't it good to know that your own internal heart rate monitor and GPS are functioning just as well as that $500 watch that you are nearly pressured into buying? Now, if you are someone who's been coached by me over at skywalkerfitness.ca, you will know that I generally give my client athletes a nature workout at least every two weeks. And this is important for two reasons. One, because, well, sometimes we get so hung up on Hitting our paces, numbers, steps, and heart rates that we forget the fact that we're actually outside in the sunshine or the rain or the snow or whatever. And number two, it's really good for your nervous system to completely unplug occasionally. And this goes double for us (laughs) wired fitness folks. Now I'm going to wrap things up by quoting Emmy award-winning chief medical correspondent for CNN and practicing neurosurgeon Sanjay Gupta. And this is what he told Oprah. Sometimes it's better to ignore the stats and listen to your body instead. You'll probably feel calmer if you just give yourself a chance to unplug. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Now, if you have any questions or comments or anything to add, head over to twitter.com getfitguy or facebook.com getfitguy or getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and leave me a message or send me a note or whatever you feel like. My name is Brock Armstrong and I am the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.